Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Cynthia Stand. Cynthia, you are a business and sales consultant. You're a success mentor, and you are found on the web at CynthiaStand.com. And Cynthia, I should also point out that you are a podcaster. Always love to celebrate our fellow podcasters. Your podcast is called Inner Feminine Beast Podcast. Uh, so to our friend, this list or a conversation right now, go search that right now. Hit subscribe. Cynthia, thank you so much for joining us. Gosh, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. So tell me about your work and impact uh, as a as a sale, business and sales consultant and, and mentor. So I'm a woman who is obsessed with sales. Like I love everything about sales and it breaks my heart, although I can understand why maybe people think it, but for some reason, S words always come up when you think about sales, right? Like spammy, scammy, mm. sleazy, all of that. It just, it breaks my heart, but I really believe that sales is is sexy. <laughs> I believe that it's spiritual. Um, I believe that it really is the start of my client's success. And so I am really here to help many women to be great at making sales and really helping them to create customized business models that support their desired lifestyles. Um, sales really is why I have all the wonderful things I have in my life. I love sales. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this is a really great, Cynthia, this is a really great reframe that I that I love you're doing because I think that if you were to ask the average person, I think more often than not, I think you're going to, you're going to get, when you, when you think of sales, tell me what you think about. And I think that um, maybe we can all hearken back to maybe a negative experience that we had. I mean, I can think of like, Sales. Hmm. Okay. I remember I went to that one furniture store. I remember I went to that one used car lot and it felt really icky. Like I just felt I, I didn't, I, I don't enjoy that process. So therefore, and then, then you get to people that um, maybe read some Tom Hopkins books back in the day. And uh, you know, they know all the fancy closing, closing techniques and manipulative tactics. Mm-hmm. And again, it just, it just feels out of integrity. Exactly. Exactly. So I always say, you know, like, it's just about how you want to label it. And it's not what you do. It's who you are while you're doing it. So for me, like, I'm never here to pitch, like nobody wants to be pitched to. I'm here to invite people to plug into my power and, you know, invite them into serving them and being that solution. There's more S words, right? But I think that's really just the way you frame it. Um, You know, there's this fun thing that I like to do. And I always use the same words when I do it, because it's interesting to hear the different answers. But I always tell people, I call it the deception of perception. But if I say, you can play along with me, I'm going to say one word, technically it's two words. And after I say it, I just want you to say the very first thing that comes to your mind, right? And the listeners can do it with us. So black cat. Josh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that? Rich, 
Witch. Okay, perfect. Exactly. For me, I would say Halloween. So Halloween, witch, a lot of people will say bad luck or superstitious or, you know, um, evil. But then there's the other half that's listening to this right now. And they're like, whoa, 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 you mean like my cute, cuddly companion? Like my little, you know, little kitten over here who I adore. And so all of a sudden you have, I say one word and some people are saying evil and witches and some people are saying cute and cuddly. You're literally, are we talking about the same thing? We are. <laughs> it's a cat, but the way that you label it is how you define it in your reality. And sales is the same exact way. I'm rewriting the script for people and I'm helping women to see that sales is sexy and spiritual, not spammy, scammy, or sleazy. I know why you think that, but rewrite the script, be the director of your life, rewrite it. I think too, my observation, I've had some really good guests and we've had conversations about this. Um, I believe that where sales is really successful today has moved away from what I would consider to be a very bro-y machismo, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross kind of, you know, coffees for closers. And, you know, it's like just all the, you know, again, the negative stuff. And I believe that it's, it's really moved toward more of who wins today. And it's, People that are more relationship oriented, more heart centered, more, and I would say empathy, more empathic, because if you're truly thoughtful and concerned about the best possible outcome for this other person, and it may or may not be your solution, but you care to help them and serve them in a very consultative relationship oriented way, my experience, you, you win, you win today. That's what consumers want. Well, the traits that you were saying are feminine in nature. And I'm not saying female or male, it's more feminine. And as you said it, we're changing it. We're not really having quite a patriarchal way of doing business anymore. The go, 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 the do, do, do. I'm not here again. I'm not here to pitch to anyone, which is assertive, which is masculine in nature. I'm here to invite, which is receptive, which is feminine. And that's what it is. That's why sales is sexy because it's feminine. Like, you know, and the thing is, it's it's not about convincing people. It's about conveying your message, standing your truth and having a two-way conversation to see if it's a right fit. Because that's what it is. When you become my client, you have to understand your success is my reputation. It's my success. So I need you to be successful. That's where referrals come in. That's where testimonials come in. And that's why I, I promised God I would do is to help my clients to have success. So it needs to be a right fit. It needs to be a conversation. I'm not here to convince anyone that would be harmful. It's about making sure that it's a commitment to each other. It's a relationship and there's nothing more beautiful than that. So yeah, it's, it's really just not, you know, I've been the top performers in so many different sales teams where I was one of four women in the world in my companies. I used to manage 85 uh, people, sales teams with most people had children my age, <laughs> you know, I can keep up with the boys and I can go, 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 but it's really not about, you know, gun to your head, Cynthia, where's your next sale? Like I used to be in, it's not about the leaderboards. It's about serving people and seeing people for who they are. And I don't think there's anything more spiritual or sexy than sales. If you think about it like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to advocate for a moment uh, to, let's say that there's a founder that's listening to us right now, small agency, maybe their consultant coach. And mm-hmm. they say, well, Cynthia, this sounds good in theory. Um, I'm really struggling with just not, I just don't have enough sales conversations happening. Do you have any ideas on, you know, maybe some where they should be focusing their attention? Yeah. So, I mean, this is what's actually the thing. Um, I just recorded my own podcast about this and it was based off of something one of my clients was asking me, Cynthia, like, what is your most profit producing activities, right? Like, how am I going to be getting these sales? Like if I'm going to sit down, 
I have to be intentional. So what should I be doing every single day? Because I'm the cause that creates an effect. I go first, everything responds. What should I be doing to make sure that I'm making sales? And what I know to be true is that when it comes to sales and when it comes to money, money comes from people. Money comes from people. And so many people are like hiding behind glittery posts and shiny websites and like, you know, paying all this money for this marketing. Marketing is important. Marketing and sales go hand in hand, but marketing is a very long, long story. Okay? Like it takes a very long time to build a brand because a brand is like a promised experience. Like it takes time. So people ask me all the time, how did you create a multiple six-figure company in less than six months? I connected with people. <laughs> I just thought about who my ideal client was. And I made sure every single day, my profit producing activity was to sit down and just reach out to people. I think people forget that it's called social media, like social people ask Cynthia, you have a podcast. How do you have all these multiple eight figure entrepreneurs on there? How did you get like Chris Jarvis's, you know, uh, Chris Jarvis on there? Who's, you know, um, going to be business partners with Jack Canfield. And like, you're brand new. I'm telling you, I just reached out and said, hi. <laughs> I said hello, but I also didn't take, like, I think this is what people forget. They're like me, 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 me. And very successful people, they're being taken from all the time. Mm -hmm. You must give in order to receive. Mm -hmm. So you need to think about who's your ideal client. People don't spend enough time on this. It's not about, you know, I help women too. And I help my clients too. It's no, I help you. And you are, and you speak directly to that person because they're going to realize like, oh my gosh, she's talking to me. Is she reading my diary? Is she like, you know, uh, in my text messages, how does she know who it's me? Know your ideal client, just go directly to them and have a give and take like relationships, serve them, be serving and nurture before they even become your client. Like that's the most important thing. So to answer your question, really, uh, if you are not sure where to find your sales, like the first thing you need to be doing is really know your ideal client, dream them up. People always say like, okay, yeah, my ideal clients, you know, 20 to 35, one person cannot be 20 to 35. Mm. They are one age. I, I would name that person. I would really think about what are their pains? What are their desires? What are the band-aids that they've been, you know, trying to fix this with? And how are you going to get them there? Can you actually make it clear for them? Or can you show them that you know where they're at, where they want to be and actually paint it out to them how you're going to get them there? Well, just go out, reach, connect, serve. And then they're going to find their way back and just know it's a pipeline. Okay. You have to be patient. That's, a, that's important. Mm -hmm. thing. Constantly working that. All right. Um, if I look at business too, like a jumping out of an airplane kind of commitment, once you're in this, like you really can't be going back. So just keep working the system and connecting and uh, really work the power of proximity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, still, I think, you know, and what you're talking about sounds great. And, and I think that there's still, for some, maybe some fear, right? Yeah. That uh, and and do you have any idea where fear of sales comes from? Well, we feel like you know we don't want to get no's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's this thing that I've noticed. No is the word that you've heard most in your life, and it starts as a child. No, you're not big enough. No, wait for daddy to come home. No, don't touch mommy's wine. No, like you're not pretty enough. You're not tall enough. You're not whatever. Like we hear no so many times that like we hate that feeling, um, especially as women. The thing that we hate the most is being disappointed. Like we hate being disappointed. So if you don't do it, then you don't have to be disappointed. But what we have to realize is that a no doesn't actually mean no. 
if you can be in that receptive mode, if people are coming to you and having these conversations because of the content that you're putting out or how you're showing up and leading by example, if someone's in a conversation with you about sales, they're interested. So no doesn't mean no. It just means they need more clarity to say yes. And so that's important. Um, there is something else that I will say, and I actually had a conversation about this today, and it might sound um, a little polarized, <laughs> but you know, a little controversial, but I, I really think it to be true. So tonight I'm hosting an in-person event, a networking event for entrepreneur ladies here in Jacksonville. And I'm not going to lie. I still am a little nervous. I'm the one hosting it. So I'm going to be talking to everybody, but Cynthia, you talk in front of thousands of people all the time. Yeah. Usually in my yoga pants with no shoes <laughs> on, right? Like, but now I'm going to be dressed up and in heels and there's some cameras. And I, I got to a network event last week and it's still get nervous. I still get nervous. And so a lot of times people say they don't network or they don't connect with people because they're an introvert. And just like we said before, that's the deception of perception. Or, and that's like labeling a cat evil versus saying that it's you know cute and cuddly. You just put a label on yourself, which kept you from actually getting out of your comfort zone. I think calling yourself an introvert is kind of enabling yourself because I'm letting you know, like you don't wait to be confident to do the thing. You got to do the thing to become confident and everybody gets nervous. Like, did you, you know, singer Adele? She literally has a team of people she's hired to push her on a stage because she has left her own concerts time after time. She throws up before every single concert. Mm. Imagine if she didn't go on that stage though. You, get, you Don't label yourself that way because that's not for you. You have to label it, you know, you're labeling against you. So really just go do it. And just remember with anything, you get better and better and better and more comfortable each time. But the fear never goes away. And once fear Boy. goes away, you're screwed. Like you're, you're going to die because... <laughs> Fear is like your GPS. It's always showing you where to go. So I'm not asking you to be fearless. That would be dangerous. I'm asking you to be courageous and walk gracefully with the fear. Like that's what it's yeah. about, you know? Yeah, I, I, I love that. Um, Cynthia, your website is CynthiaStant.com. And, and would you mind kind of talking about the ways that, that you work with uh, great leaders, great women, and how you serve them and what that looks like? Yeah. So I work with a variety of different clients um, and it's all basically sales-based. So I have a lot of uh, multiple six-figure entrepreneur women who are looking to get started with the right success, um, with the right support, the right strategies, the right structure. And how this works is a lot of them came from that corporate world, um, very high executives. And they're like, okay, I'm sitting here on Facebook or social media and I'm scrolling and I see this woman, she's a coach, she's a consultant, she's a mentor. I love what she's doing. And my goodness, is she really making that much money? <laughs> yes, she is. So they are looking to, you know, start these really successful companies. And at the same time, they don't want to start from the very bottom or have to create these scalable programs and work their way up. They can, with their expertise and credibility and authority that they have, begin with a premium or luxury tier business model. And so I'm here to help them to transfer from their, their executive levels to actually being an entrepreneur. Now, many of my clients, though, are already seven figures and looking to get to multiple seven. Uh, this is usually my private clients. And many of them built their success through scalable models, which is like using launches and things like that. I created my first multiple six figures with launches. I used to, in my previous uh, career, manage uh, multiple million dollar launches and the sales teams that ran them. What happens though is it eventually gets very noisy in that world. And it's also very demanding. You don't want to be launch dependent. And so it's okay to have launches, but I never want to just depend on one way of having income. So I'm teaching a lot of these seven multiple seven figure women to learn how a premium level where they are constantly making sales and then they can use launch strategies to have sprinkles on top, basically. 
The last way that I work with my clients is usually multiple seven and eight figure entrepreneurs who have large sales teams. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's low as three people, but it's been up to like 85 where I'm going in and I'm training their sales teams to sell premium models and premium tier uh, programs, and then be able to also really excel when they do have their launches as well. So that's how I help. It's basically, I'm helping women to make sales and find the model that works best for them. And it's really about creating a business that creates a beautiful lifestyle and not a lifestyle that rolls around your business. So I really honor time as your most important asset. And uh, that's how I help people. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, so again, to our friend that's listening right now, yeah. um, go find Inner Feminine Beast, go subscribe there. Uh, and, and is there any other thing that you'd recommend for someone that's just like just getting to know you right now? And they're like, okay, I, I want a little bit more Cynthia. And, and where do they go? What, what's the next step? So, I mean, if you want to learn strategies and tactics or hear from women who are very successful in their companies and hear their story of how they got there and really hear coffee chat kind of conversations, my podcast is like my favorite place. Thank you for mentioning that. Again, Interphone and Beast podcast. Um, But also, I mean, if I'm really somebody who's huge into connecting, every single part of my success, success comes from the power of proximity and mm-hmm. reaching out and saying hello to somebody. So it doesn't matter where you are in your business. You can always find me, especially on Facebook um, at Cynthia Stamp. Send me a DM. Let me know that you heard me on Josh uh, as a podcast here. And just tell me where you're at. I have so many resources, so many different things that I can handpick for you. Um, I really do believe that it's about serving. So yeah, that's where you can mostly find me. Terrific. And again, Cynthia Stant, uh, CynthiaStant.com. And again, you're a business sales consultant and a success mentor. Cynthia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's fun. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stop by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.